Welcome to the Rev 411 podcast, where we discuss purposeful living, living life with purpose and on purpose so that we can make a difference that matters. We're glad you've joined the conversation. Here's today's episode. All right. Well, welcome to another Rev 411 podcast. And uh, again, it's a uh, uh, special day because we have a visitor in with us today, Jared Kemper, who um, some of you at Calvary Baptist Church may know from his time at church there. And uh, so it's, it's good to have him on to, to get some thoughts from him. But before we do that, let's uh, have a quick word of prayer and ask the Lord to bless our time as we chat. Lord, thank you for this day and the opportunity to, to chat with Jared. I pray that you would bless this time and uh, help us to be an encouragement to those who listen. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Well, welcome to the podcast, Jared. Thank you. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, good to have you on. Uh, we were at the uh, National Baptist Fellowship what was it last week or so, and uh, I uh, saw Jared and I was like, oh, I need to get him on the podcast. And uh, so I guess, how about we just uh, start off a little bit, uh, Jared, by you just sharing a little bit about yourself, uh, maybe a little bit of your testimony, um, your parents, your background, that sort of thing. Yeah, sure. Hi, yes, my name's Jared. I am thankfully grew up in a Christian family. My dad's always, as far as I've been alive, been involved in church and church ministry. He, um, about eight years ago, went up to be a pastor at Pentecostal Baptist Church, which is where I currently am also. Um, but he grew up at Calvary down there and um, was always in the church, always involved in the church. Um, grew up, yes, through... The many blessings we had. There are many. The youth was a was a fun time for me, but also looking back a hard time because there's many that aren't walking with the Lord. But we pray and focus and thank Him for the few that are walking with the Lord from those times. But it was um, a good time of growing up there. Now I'm I served at Calvary for quite a while. I'm a bit of a always consider myself an odd job guy at churches where I just pitch in wherever needed. And now up in the P and so trying to do the same thing up there. And, um, yeah, the Lord's moved me up from Melbourne to Sydney and now the next chapter of my life. So let's see where that leads. All right. Well, that's awesome. I, I'm so glad to hear that, you know, you've been involved in ministry um, your whole life, really, it sounds like, uh, in one way or another. Um, but uh, so the, the major point of the podcast, and I shared this with you earlier, but is uh, living life with purpose and on purpose. And, and really that purpose is, is found in Jesus Christ as the creator of the universe. He's the one that gives us our purpose. And, uh, you know, there's so many distractions in the world that uh, want to take our focus off of that major purpose, whether it's living for, uh, you know, relationships or, or money or uh, fun. You know, there's, there's so many things. But, uh, you know, one thing I, I think that we often overlook is that living for Jesus is a ton of fun. It's a very fulfilling. It's very joyful. And uh, so I don't know if uh, you, uh, from your experiences, maybe even uh, at your, your new church up in Sydney, um, just have some, some things to share about how fun it really is to serve Christ and uh, the joy that comes with living that, that purposeful life for God. It can be, there's a lot of fun, actually, um, especially if you're 
serving in ministries that you have particularly feel passionate about is really such a blessing. And I think one of the one of the lessons that I learned that made things a bit easier for me to enjoy and have fun while ministering is I minister with my personality. So whenever I'm ministering for Christ, I never take my personality out of it. Um, I may be serving the Lord, but I'm still me. I'm still Jared as a person, and I let that shine through how I minister. And I think the Lord uses our personalities to further His Word. And I think often at times we get so focused on serving the Lord, how we think He wants us to serve, that we forget to let our, our own personality and our own enjoyments shine through. For me, whether it's been in youth ministries, your own arts ministries, kids' clubs, Whenever I'm serving, I make sure that I personally have a relationship with the people that I'm serving so that they see me as a person, they know who I am, and that we do have not just that relationship, but also friendship that's an energy built in Christ. So, um, and maybe this is putting you on the spot, but can you give the listeners maybe a, a example of what you mean by letting your personality come through as you minister? Just letting, so, me personally, guys, I was a lot of people that are covering. I mean, a lot of people who do meet me. I tend to be, I'm not flamboyant, but I'm a bit all over the place to go. I'm a bit of a mess in life. Um, I do have a focus and a purpose for Christ, but my day-to-days tend to be a bit all over the place. And I think I, I let that shine through where I, I structure, where I still have my structure for my kids' club, but I give space for those times where suddenly I want to do something fun. I want to do something random. I want to do something a little bit different. And it allows me for that little bit of freedom to go, yes, I'm still, and there's not changing, I'm not changing a word, I'm not changing anything like that, but I'm letting that little bit of personality shine through. But um, for me, it's also the relationship. I'm a talker. I talk, I talk, I talk, I talk, I talk. And sometimes it's good, but also sometimes you do have to be aware that sometimes I do have to stop talking and I do have to listen. So there is the letting your personality shine, but also understanding you have responsibility to sometimes listen and have to do with other people. That's good. I think that, that helps maybe some of the younger listeners to, to understand what you meant by that. Uh, but that's that's really good. It's, uh, we don't have to be always so stuck fast to our program. So let uh, either the Holy Spirit or even just to, to you know keep things more relaxed and, and comfortable, yeah. I think is, is good sometimes. Um, and it, you know, it, it helps make the, the activity or the the program more enjoyable than if you're all tight about doing everything perfect you know um, but yeah like you said there, there's a balance you know you, you strive for excellence but uh, you have a little flexibility uh, for things like that um, now one thing that i think stood out to me when i, I met your dad at the mbf um, and from what I've, I've heard about him he seems to be a, a pretty fun-loving kind of guy uh, maybe that's where you get your your flamboyance from but uh, what what are some things that uh, you and maybe your dad do at the church there in Sydney to to make or to to you know bring out the joy in serving Christ? So one of the things that I really appreciate at the end about my dad's way of ministering and pastoring is he's he's big on the he's big on fellowship in the community of Christ and not just within the church but within your local community. So what we have a lot of fun doing is we run a lot of special events. So coming up, we have a putt-putt day, 
where we set up the church to be a pack-pack course. We invite all the kids and get all the kids to invite their friends along. Teens, families, everyone comes along for the day. It has an awesome, great, fun day. We also have inter-church groups. We had a youth rally recently where we had a volleyball day and also a trivia night where we had, I think, about 200 youths come to the church. And stuff like that that's just a real blessing. It's just that building of fellowship relationships with other Christians in the community with all sorts of people. And my dad is particularly very, very good at that. He's the type where you'll be sitting at dinner within 10 minutes, he's talking to people at another table, talking about them and all that sort of thing. Um, so that's been a big blessing to see just the relationships you can build through Christ. Right. Yeah. So, um, that actually sounds pretty cool, the, uh, the trivia night and the, the putt-putt. Um, yeah. And, well, to, to see a lot of people connect that way, 200 people at that, that trivia night. Such a blessing. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and we're sure that those events, people really enjoy those. Yeah, they also do facilitate, you know, fellowship and spiritual conversation as well, I'm sure. So with um, with those events, uh, that helps to provide some, I guess, some energy, some, some creativity. Um, but now maybe moving a little bit more to, um, you know, just the the outlook on life itself. Um, maintaining that focus for Christ uh, in a daily sort of way. Uh, what what maybe would be some tips you can leave for our listeners on how to maintain that focus? Um, because you have those big events, but those are only you know once in a while. But as far as maintaining throughout the day or, or throughout each and every day that focus, what would be some tips you would give to the listeners? So there's there's one thing that took me a long time to learn, but I'd probably I'd say in my late teens, I sort of got the idea. There's sort of two things I'd say. The first is you, one day, if you're genuinely trying to serve the Lord, one day you get the focus where you actually put Christ first and work and school and all that stuff does come second. And that is a conscious choice that you have to make one day. You sit down and go, no, my, I serve a Christ. Christ is my life. I'm not going to disregard all these other things, but if they're not benefiting my relationship with Christ and all these other things, then I have to seriously consider giving them up. But the biggest one for me for my daily walk in life is one day, I was talking to someone and I realized I have to make sure that every day I'm getting closer to Christ. Now, as humans, as broken humans, our, our natural inclination is to actually walk away from Christ day by day. If we do nothing and if we're not working on our relationship with Christ, we're actually getting further and further away every single day. And what I eventually started doing, and I eventually had to do is at the end of every day, I have to sit down and say to myself, did I get closer to Christ today? Did I pray? Did I study? Did I read his word and think about him? And did I make my relationship with Christ better? Because if I didn't actively make it better, then it got worse. My relationship is never stagnant with Christ. It never stays the same. I'm either getting further away or I'm getting closer. And if I'm not focusing on getting my life closer to Christ every single day, then I'm slowly and slowly getting further away from Him. And I don't want to be in a place where 
who sneaks up on me one day, I'm so far away from him, I can't hear him. And I feel like I don't know him. So every day I have to sit down at the end of the day and consciously ask myself, did I get closer to Christ today? And there's joy in this fun in that. And I enjoy having my relationship with God, my relationship with Christ very close. In the middle of the day, if I'm having a dud day, I can give a quick two-second prayer and just go, Lord, I'm, just, I'm struggling today. Um, just please, just give me through today. We'll focus on tomorrow, tomorrow. Get me through today. Or I'm having a particularly good day and I've had great blessings. I can sit there and just go, I have to remember, I remind myself to thank God for the good times. And thank you, Lord, that was a blessing. I needed that. So for me, it's, it's that daily working on my relationship Christ, making sure that I'm getting closer and closer and closer, and that one, and then when he does need me, I'm so close that I can readily be happy to serve whoever he wants me to serve. Right. No, that's, that's really good. Um, that, that might be a good practice for all of us to do every day at the end of the day, sit down and think, did we get closer to Christ today? Um, so yeah, I appreciate that. That was that's really powerful. But another thing that you, you said struck me, um, putting Christ first, even if that's ahead of school or I guess it'd be work or whatever, um, you know, that's, that's pretty challenging, actually, you know, if you think about it, because, um, I mean, we can prioritize, well, younger people, like, I got to make good grades. Um, those of us that have a job, uh, well, we have to put, you know, money in the bank and, provide for our needs and all that. Um, and so the temptation is to, to, I guess, it sounds bad to say this, but to put Christ on the back burner, so to speak. Um, so what would be your advice as far as um, some things to do or what do you do that help you to make sure that you are putting Christ first consistently? It's a tough one because we do have to make money, we do have to live, we do have to provide. But God works around that too. I think often we think those things are always in contention. But a lot of the time, God gives us ways to serve around our jobs and around our schools. God wants us to have not necessarily a successful job, but God wants us to be able to live. He's always going to allow us to provide. And sometimes... He works around it. Sometimes we have to make decisions. When I did Bible college, I had to go up to my boss and go, listen, I'm going to be doing full-time Bible college. I'm going to have to drop down to part-time. And my, I, was really, I thought the boss was going to fire. She said to my boss, I think I said I was going to have to quit. I said, I was going to say to my boss, I'm going to have to quit because I'm doing Bible college. But my boss was very gracious and God blessed me. And my boss said, no, no, you can work part-time. Come in around your Bible college. Whenever you have time, come in and do your work. And then you can your Bible college. And um, that was such a massive blessing because I didn't know what, how I was going to sit what type of job I was going to get when I was at Bible college. But the Lord, the Lord blesses those who do seek after him in the sense that if God wants you to serve in a ministry, he's going to provide a way for you to serve in that ministry. If the Lord is seriously calling you to do something, he's going to provide. When I was at Bible College, I probably didn't have the funds I needed to survive, but the Lord would pull money out of nowhere. Someone would either give me a, a meal on a Sunday when I was struggling. Out of nowhere, someone would pay for some of my Bible College fees. Out of nowhere, someone would just give me some money here and there. 
And the Lord blesses you if you are actively serving Him. He does try you, He does test you, but He does also bless you. And then when you're finding ways to work even in your local ministries in your church, there's always ministries for us. Sometimes we go, oh, I don't think there's a ministry I can really serve. There's always ministries in the church. And there's ministries that do work around our schedule. We just have to seek those ministries and find them and go, this is the time I have free. This is the ministry here. I'm going to serve in this ministry. Because it's working around my job. God is still my focus because I still want to be there, but God's worked it around my life schedule. So there's, there's always opportunity, and the Lord does work around our needs now. He's never going to leave us destitute. Right. Oh, that's awesome. That is so great to hear um, from your personal testimony how God provides. Yeah. What a blessing. I, I really appreciate you for sharing that. When we step out in faith, God is he's there. He, he's got our back, so to speak. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think that we've touched on quite a few uh, things today, and I really appreciate um, the, the just the sharing of uh, the testimony that you've, you've given. And all glory to God. Praise the Lord. Yeah. No, thank you for doing this. That's, that's a big blessing. Yeah, absolutely. I guess as we wrap things up, um, maybe if you just had one, one, you know, quick or maybe not so quick thought for our listeners, especially younger listeners, maybe those that are in their early teens um, and they're starting to have to deal with maybe heavier uh, class loads or even potentially looking to get a, a part-time job somewhere or, you know, life is starting to pick up for them. Um, they just, you know, an encouragement about how to or, or what they should do uh, as far as keeping the focus on Christ um, in, in spite of having those additional, maybe not necessarily bad things, but distractions. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it is probably the toughest time for a lot of Christians is that transition from teens into getting into real, almost real life, I call it sometimes, being an adult. And you suddenly have all these other, not just responsibilities, but these other freedoms. My biggest thing that I struggled with, being a second generation Christian especially, sometimes was make sure that your faith is your faith. You've grown up, especially if you've grown up in the church, you've heard it all your life, you know what you believe, but sit down and think, make sure that you believe what you believe and why you believe it. And the Lord does have a plan for us, but a lot of the time he has us waiting. But keep busy while you're waiting. Prepare, study, pray, work in your relationship with Christ. Those small little day-to-day things build you into the Christian you will be. And if daily you're focusing on him, then one day he will use you for great things. So just focus on your daily walk, your daily life with Christ. And one day when he's ready, he'll have you in a place you need you to be. Well put. I, I appreciate that, that statement. Um, well, once again, Jared, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was a, a huge blessing to me. And thank you. To the listeners. Um, so until uh, we can chat again, maybe at some point in the future, or we run across each other at a conference, uh, we'll bless you and uh, everyone up at Nepean. Uh, uh, best wishes as uh, you know you do the Lord's work and see the Lord's blessing there. Thank you very much. Thank you for the work you're doing down there, too.
Absolutely. All for the master. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, we'll let you go. God bless you, Jared. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. All right. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, Just hope you have a good day. And, uh, yeah, just be encouraged and and think about the things uh, that we touched on. And uh, let's keep our focus on Christ. And that's uh, really, I think, the main takeaway. Just, Just stay focused on Christ. All right. That's it for this Rev 411 podcast. God bless you.